ladies and gentlemen, it is have Wednesday. We heading progress on the queen dying yet? What do you mean? Like, I feel did, like did we've she? Made no progress on this her dying. I mean, what's there to make progress on? She died. Well, it's like, do you don't you feel like we're still where we were last week when we were talking about it? Kind of, but it's also like wasn't that long ago, and the funeral hasn't happened. I mean, it's I not like I mean, a Jewish, you waiting? know, she's not Jewish, so it doesn't go that quickly. She's not? Shockingly, I know. Elizabeth? Isn't that a Jewish name? I think it's a family name. Oh. I think her funeral's next Monday or something like that. Oh, my God. Well, she lied, what's it called? Lies in state or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I think that it's too. Some time. I do think it's comforting that uh, the king named his uh, his brother. If something should happen to the king, his brother is a Prince Albert or Prince Edward or whatever his name is will take over for him. Wait, what? Not, okay, so the the king today named I think it's his brother. If something should happen, does he have a brother? Or I don't know. Who, well, let me. Who's the guy that got caught on uh, Pedophile Island? Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. No. The, the there's a there's a um a royal family member who had to pay like millions of dollars because he's to get out of trouble. Oh, Andrew. Andrew, Prince Andrew. He will be if, in case something should happen to the king. He will take over the country. I'm sure the country is very comforted to comfort. Well, isn't that that's just how it works? Well, it should. Oh, actually, work. no, that's not true. If you're a pedophile, I don't think it should work. Well, it's also not. I don't think he's actually next. I, but he was named it today. Look, Google it or or. Uh, I'm I'm just telling you that might he might mean like if I'm sick or something. But if he dies. Oh, not if he dies. If something should like he gets sick. You're right. Yeah. Sure yeah. Okay. Yes. Because yep. next is next is his oldest son. Right. And then it's his son's oldest son. Right. And then it's his son's... Who's like, what, four? No. Uh, eight, I'm going to say. Oh, much I think better. you're the only person in America who still cares about this. I think we care a lot less than some other people. But I you're probably right. We are caring a little more than we should. I was talking to Dad because he has to Me, bring it no, up. No, I, I want it to be over. I could care less. Well, then why, if it, the one way to make it be over is to stop talking about it. Oh, okay. I just... Are people, like, extra rude in San Francisco? You seem a bit on edge, Sam. I know. No, I'm just saying... Uh, Dad seems to really them. care about it. And he I mean, opens up the show with it. it. I, I, I think you're you're misinterpreting what's going on. And thank you, Drew, for... Noticing that he got ruder in the last week since I've been gone. From I understand what work can do to you. I get that. My God, no. My point. I is just, I had a three-hour call right before this. So I mean, yeah. To I'm where? A little on edge. What? Where was the call to? Uh, I was in the middle of it. No, what can't discuss. Uh, can't discuss the matters. You can't tell me the town? Like, was it out of state? I didn't ask what it was. It was a work call. I mean, what do you mean? Well, sometimes you talk to a different state or country. Oh, no. It was, uh, I don't actually don't know where the where oh, the people okay. were. I, I didn't ask. I never even came close to asking what it was about. No, I was just saying you seem to really care about the royal family because you always bring it up. But the, uh, always interrupt at the start of the show with it. So. I didn't interrupt. We hadn't even started yet. I uh, speaking of royal families, I saw an absolutely hilarious, hilarious family feud video of your or America's queen uh, the other day. RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul. Oh, absolutely. One of the funniest family feud videos I have. And there there's a lot of funny family feud videos. But I I think it's old, to be fair. But it was it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. It's old. It's from a couple oh. years ago. I well, think they play, like, aren't they against, like, another reality show? I don't know which one. Probably doesn't matter. Yeah. But, but uh, and there will be future funny family feud close because October 10th, one of our uh, own in the orchard will be on it. I know. That's why that was a good segue for that. Rep Mark Sanford. 
Yeah, what? Uh, but it's like not his. It's not really his. It, it's I. Don't, I was confused by the family it's, members. It's uh, Mr. Goalie who ran the uh, representative Mark Sanford Twitter account. Yeah. No, I don't uh, know who he is. No, I'm telling the people. And oh. then uh, so it's him, former and still current member of the Orchard, uh, who is now writing for USD football so, or USD basketball. So uh, he's gone big time on us. He's part of the media, and he's on Family Feud October 10th, along with his cousin, his uncle, his grandma, and who is the uh, fifth? I can't remember. So it's all in his family, but not immediate. So did they bring in the five people they thought gave him the best chance to win? That seems a little random. Uh, well, the grandma had to be on it because she's a character. Um, I don't know how. Well, Sam definitely got chosen because he's been on jeopardy and all those that like college jeopardy and stuff and uh i don't know how the rest of them were chosen how uh is do you think we'd ready? be good we're five people do you think we'd be good at family feud i'm so good at that game i knew you were gonna say that but i asked if we it's a it's a team game oh okay. well would, yeah. so would the r5 make the cut in our I, I mean family? for for all let's just for argument's sake assume it's the five of us participating i'm not sure that's our strongest five that we could gather but let's just assume it is i feel like will wouldn't be very good and we're gonna hear from the doctor and once this gets released oh he yeah the, would he sneak I, I was open in saying that our five hmm. and our family was not our best five i i think he he has a strong argument to uh to be in the the top five well, we could give it a shot. But let me, how is he writing for UST basketball? He doesn't even go there. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he, he he's like a writer for the, he's like the UST representative for the conference. He, he Doesn't he go to a different school? Yeah, he used to go there. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> Weird. Uh, I, uh. Are we talking fantasy football today? We should. It feels topical. We should talk regular My football, too. God, I had. Oh, well, we will talk the Vikings. If we're ever going to talk about them, I think today would be a good time. I am curious as dad to see how you're going to twist this in a negative aspect of the Vikings. I'm not going to make it negative. I think our cornerbacks are still awful. But I think you got. I, I think it's, he's clearly a better coach than we've had. Clearly, at least he cares. He's gotten some enthusiasm. Uh, Do we have anything non-football related we'd like to talk about first? Because once we start, it's going to be the rest of the episode. Um, what, anything uh, going on in Connor's corner you'd like to mention? Well, we were back in the studio for the first time. Um, he, uh, we talked about 9-11. And it was interesting because he remembers watching it on TV and talking to his mom about it. Uh, he was two. So it was a very interesting conversation about uh, this conversation he had when he was two years old. <laughs> um, no, we're, he, he we're, could talk enough to talk it to. That's uh, he he claims that. Sure, sure. Uh, he claims that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Philip, friend of I do friend of the yeah, Philip called in and every monday now wants to do a uh he wants to do kind of a, a monday night football bet which i have a question about that in a second a monday night football bet is so, he a philly guy no just each week and then the winner will get something at the end so like we did last week's game uh that was the seattle seahawks and denver broncos of course we all took the broncos oh i see i, I thought he was saying i, no. I got you now I took the over. Those two took the under. So apparently I lost this week. I, we missed the over by like two because uh, Russell Wilson is horrible as a coach. But um, why is there two games on Monday Night Football? Monday. There is every year. They're always it's actually this. weird. It's they, week always, two. they usually do the first week. Yeah, it's weird. It's week two. I wonder but, what. They didn't space it out. I mean, the other the other game is going to still be in the first half. They've been the like Vikings that game. the last few years. They've been like really oddly close together. So weird. Um, but I, and I have no idea why. Yeah. Um. 
So, I, I mean, there's no reason to talk the Twins. They crap the bed. Which well, is... people are finally calling for Rocco's head, so that's I know. nice. I know. I left our, uh, except for our friend, he thinks he should get an extension. But I Well, and our new it. friend uh, thinks that the only people in the coaching staff who need to be addressed is the third base coach and bench coach, which we did say a year ago needed to be addressed, but he's starting to come around in those two, so it might take him a little bit to come around. I don't around. know what the bench I, Also, I actually well, don't say the same thing. How does this guy have any clue with the bench coach? Yeah, the bench coach. Well, I have no idea why he picked up the bench coach first out of him and Rocco, but I mean, I would get for some him. reason, do you know who our bench coach is? No. The for old summer, Padres, man. Yeah, right? the Padres, they, they had the greatest lineup in baseball that year and didn't make the playoffs. And right. so we thought, oh, he's a great manager. He couldn't take the greatest lineup in baseball just to the playoffs, so we're going to hire him as a bench coach. It what is, were we uh, thinking of hiring this guy? I, I, uh, now we're nitpicking, so. No, we're not nip. I mean, first of all, the, the sad thing is they're going to use the injuries to keep Rocco, so he is going to stay. They're going to so. use the injuries to keep everybody. Well, to keep everybody, yeah. I listen. I if you if you gave me my pick, he would not be the first person I fire. They now, would all. Well, yeah. If I you would, gave me my if you gave me my pick, I would fire him. I'd fire the third base coach. I'd fire the front office guys. Off. You know who I do like? I like the first base coach. I like that guy. Smiles a lot. Well, they're irrelevant because well. You can't mess that up in the major leagues because the players don't even look at you or listen to you. No, so. no but it, it, Arias seems to like him. He seems like a good guy. Can I ask a question? But what I don't get is he's he's like, he's an ex-catcher, and we have him out standing at first base in between well, innings instead of talking to the catchers. To, we use catchers to pinch run in the fourth inning. We talked about that. Can I ask you a question about him? Is he always smiling, or is that just his resting face? He, I don't know. I, I can't tell if he's actually the guy from Doc, the co-star of Doctor Strange or... Yeah, it's confusing. But yeah, no, he's an ex-catcher, and instead of having him work with our catchers in between innings, he just I think doesn't stand at first base. I think what's even more shocking, his first name is Hank. Right? I like that guy. He's the only one I would keep. Okay, I I uh, for everybody out there, and I and then we'll move on to stuff that matters because if you've been listening to us for two years, you said the Twins are done. For everyone out there, I cannot recommend this enough. And now you would need ESPN Plus to. Uh, do we still have that? Yeah, we do. You need ESPN Plus to watch this. We've talked briefly about the Savannah Bananas before, but there's a, four, I think it's a four or five piece documentary. It's on. on a, oh, if it's not, it was live on ESPN. Yeah, like, so they show some. Well. And now it's. Now I think it's only on ESPN Plus, but it was on regular well, TV when it. Okay, the uh, the the documentary was only on ESPN because that game was in a rain delay. That was the very <laughs> first episode. They didn't know what to do, but you, I would highly recommend it. It's insane. It's insane the cast of characters they have. They bring back major leaguers once in a while. It's it's pretty fascinating. I think there's five episodes. And there's four online right now. Cannot recommend it anymore. Especially, I mean, if you like baseball, and they basically changed the game of baseball in an insane way. Like the game is not like a normal baseball game. It's it's actually makes it way more entertaining. It's like the Globetrotters. It's like the Globetrotters, but each they play each inning, so it's two hour time limit. So they start the clock at two hours. And when the two hour it, the game ends, period, no matter what. And if it's tied, then they do a, they basically do one like a pitcher, catcher, batter, and I think maybe one fielder. And if he can't hit an inside the park home run, then he's out. But um, it's very interesting how they if they walk, you gotta watch it. When you walk, you you have every person on the field, every player on the field needs to touch the ball. Kind of like the three-man weave, except there's nine of them. Uh, before and the runner keeps before, and if he if he if they if he doesn't get to second by the time they've all touched it, he's out. It's very interesting, but I they have major leaguers play. I I, I just recommend it if you like baseball, but that's it. I have no affiliation to the bananas. Have you uh, 
Have you watched the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix as of yet? No, I Sam watched it. I watched it. I no, I did too. I did too. I, it was actually very good. It was good, but of course, it's like the Jordan documentary. They uh, made Teo out to be more of a scapegoat than he uh, actually. Well, not a scapegoat. He made him out like when. Like, I think you might have mentioned this. They they on the documentary they said they lost it to Alabama because Amanda Teo was going through some stuff. Uh, that was not the case. They're losing to Alabama. Amanda oh, yeah. played his best. Like they made Amanda Teo out to be a lot better uh, than he actually was, but it was a very good documentary. Yeah, no, he he was an incredible player. Don't get me wrong, but I I, I thought you were gonna say they made it seem like he was the, more of the bad guy. And I was gonna say. Oh no, yeah, but no, no the, I, yeah. you're right. There were a couple of times and I was like, all right, now you're trying to make connections that may not really be there, but I get it. I, I, or maybe it was, but I, I mean, who knows, I guess. I you know, know um, I just Dame. the funniest part of the whole thing was the underlying like subplot that it was the year Johnny Manziel won the Heisman. Right. And now I think he's getting a documentary all other, on Netflix. I think maybe other. on the same like series that the Manti Teo one is from. Um. Uh, there must be three to twelve uh, current Notre Damers being uh, catfished because they're not playing very well. Oh my God! Yeah, I told you guys the second half was going to be a problem. Wow. Well, that's... honestly, for us as a a family, uh, what better sports day could have happened on Saturday when the Gophers won, the Badgers lost, Iowa lost, and Notre Dame lost? That was I, a pretty I... I it mean, was guess... it was strange to look back on the weekend on Sunday night and have all of that plus the plus the Vikings Vikings beating the Packers. I mean, it, honestly, it didn't feel. I mean, at the same time that the Twins have absolutely torpedoed, but I don't even care anymore. That there was not much more you could ask for, like you said. Well, yeah, Michigan, Ohio State could have lost. Well, Michigan played Hawaii, who I no, we, I didn't we gotta go, we gotta go back there. We gotta talk to them a little bit. No, well, I'd rather have uh, Wisconsin, Iowa lose than Michigan and Ohio State. No, I agree. I agree. You just said what could have made it better. Oh, yeah. I actually don't. I don't have strong feelings about Ohio State. I hate Michigan. I, I Ohio State is what they are. I don't like they Ohio don't State's coach. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but they don't bother me that much. It's kind of Michigan does, obviously. Michigan bothers everybody, I think, but maybe um, neither here nor there. No, so I'm trying to think, is there any other... I there mean, was another weird thing from college football I want to talk about. Now I'm drawing a blank. A I got of, there's a lot of... But A&M lost. Yeah, A&M lost. Oh, the Alabama almost lost to Texas, and they only won because the other team... Because Texas' quarterback got hurt. Well, also, there's a bad call in that. There's many bad calls. Tons yeah. of bad calls. Yeah, so... I well, mean, that's where I really felt, like, the bad calls that go against, like, the Vikings and... In the past, like that's when I really felt for another team. I was like, yep, we've been there. Oh, I know, I know what it was. It was the the weekend of well, the Sunday night. Sorry, the Sunday. No one can make a field goal to win a game. Oh my god! That actually started in the wee wee hours of Sunday morning in the BYU Cougars Baylor Bears game. Did you happen to catch the conclusion of that game? Yeah, that was that was a horrible game. So with what with no, with nothing with basically no time left on the clock, BYU misses a 35-yard field goal to win. Goes into overtime. Both teams miss 40 whatever yard field goals to not score and then it finally ends in the second overtime but there was three missed field goals in a row in that game too any any of which would have won the game so it all it all started out i think it was at byu wherever that it's mormon utah and then spilled over into that cincinnati pittsburgh game sunday afternoon well and it continued uh how about like, indianapolis it continued guy? last night yeah, and then, continued. yeah then Rodrigo, Drew's favorite kicker in the league, got waved. I thought that was a little harsh. I do too. I mean, I mean, um, well, not really. He kicked two kickoffs out of bounds, which led to penalties, giving the other team good field goal. Yeah, field fine, goal but position. like, 
I, let me put it this way. I, are you really going to go out week two of a season and, like, find a better kicker? Oh, well, probably that's not. My, but, that's I, kind of my I, point. Like, I, and he had I, history of being good. He's not Justin Tucker, but he's He's been, like, good. 76% since his rookie season, so, so not that good. Last I, I, well, he's actually he, – he's not – he doesn't have a big leg. He's very good from moderate distances. 50-plus, it, it gets a little iffy, but – um, I don't know. It just it felt a little. He only kicked like I, he was hurt last year. I think I too. Have a, I have a confession. I actually specifically remember him getting hurt because I drafted him to be funny, and then he got hurt. So um, I have a confession to make. So Cincinnati's kicker was the greatest kicker in the history of kicking last year. Yeah, you drafted him. I drafted him. In I did too. Yeah. Well, I drafted Buckter, who got hurt, and then came back on one leg. It was the greatest <laughs> kicker ever. And now he's hurt again. And now he's hurt the again. The guy that filled in for him wasn't that bad. The safety. Two yeah. of my three kickers were, as Sam just said, Rodrigo, who now no longer has a team, and Evan McPherson, who might not have. As you just week. discussed, yeah. I don't even know who the other one is. It's better off I don't know, because then. I feel like we predicted that Cincinnati was going to have a bad year. Uh, I don't know if we said it out loud. I kind of oh. thought it. I, I don't have. I don't maybe have a single. I, I thought I said it. Maybe I you may have. I, I I was skeptical. I don't have a single share, if you will, in the Cincinnati Bengals. My uh, uh, I do. I I do. T Higgins. Well, my roommate drafted. Uh, my current roommate yeah. drafted Joe Burrow, and let's just say it was it was an upsetting start to the day. Well, I drafted Aaron Rodgers, who I think had two points. <laughs> Yeah, he had more than that. He probably had more than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers finished with three. That's actually amazing. I don't even know how it's possible. That is, that is amazing. Uh, against the Vikings defense, who had their starting safety out and a bunch of really young, inexperienced cornerbacks. Well, let's. let's I don't know if that. I don't know if either of those things are true. To be time fair. out. If after one, Cine was out. Well, I guess Peterson's the only better. Cine was going to start and. Their cornerbacks are Patrick Peterson, who's almost too old. Oh, he's and the Dantzlers, I mean, he, in his, like, third or fourth year by this by point. The and, then the, and then the slot corner played for the Packers. Like Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have been so – after four seconds into the game, you would have been in, in like, Flynn, as they say, if a dude could just catch a ball. That was a 70 – that was a lot of points that, that that guy cost you on that play. It was about 13 of them. But somehow I still won in that league. I don't even know how. Yeah, she she actually won without Joe Burrow as well. It was quite well, uh, Jerry Judy actually is how she won. won I have Wilson and Judy in one league, and well, and I have, my backup is Joe Burrow. So <laughs> yeah, you you weren't yeah you were in trouble. I uh, before the game she needed it's a PPR league. She needed 19 points out of Jerry Judy, and I go and ESPN gave her like a 12 percent chance, and I go against Seattle. More than 12 out of 100 times, Jerry Judy will score 19 points. And sure enough, 20. Oh, by the way, I don't think they even threw to him enough. They didn't throw. I don't know who they didn't throw to enough, but they didn't throw to somebody enough because that game was. They should have scored. Seattle is not the Seattle oh, that no one like. But Gino. what was very clear, what is very clear, is they all absolutely hate yeah. Russell Wilson, and that was motivating more than anything. Yeah, no, they, they, uh, Pete Carroll said something after the game. Like, they, they targeted, I guess they targeted the running back 12 times, who I have, but, um, they targeted Judy and Sutton seven times each. And then something named Albert Okuwegbunum. I'm not even going to try to say that again, six times. But other than that, they targeted the, the running back 12 times. Maybe it was Monday. Or no, they played Sunday. Maybe it was Tuesday yesterday. They talked to Pete Carroll, and they he said how uh, all the all these ex players and current players and everyone was congratulating him and stuff. And they said they so they said that why were all the ex players so emotional about it? And he goes, "I'll let you guys figure." That yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your old your old friend Doug Baldwin had a a tweet. I know he was. By a the way, Russell Wilson, who is my quarterback in big and a backup in the other, not very good. Sorry. I, I they're I. It, God, is he bad? Their coach is atrocious. Oh, the worst coach. Uh, the entire game, he was awful. We we may have, and I, I it's probably luck more than anything. 
But we may have, we being the Vikings, may have the the best out of the first, you know, the rookie coaches. Well, I mean, the one thing he is lucky about is, except for the quarterback, he. Hello? I mean, on offense. You you cut out. What did you say? I said the I said he except for the quarterback, he's got really. He didn't come to a team with. He inherited a good team. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's true, I suppose. Um, Denver's not. I, here's what I'll say though. I wouldn't say that Denver with Russell Wilson is worse than us. Their coach is horrible. No, I know. My point being, Dad I, was saying. I like him as. Actually, I think their coach. I actually like their coach. I've heard some interviews with him, which maybe liked him, but the way he managed that game at the end was Zimmer-esque. Terrible. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is, I don't think on a talent perspective top to bottom that denver's that much worse if they are worse than we are with what now that knowing that they have russell wilson i think our receivers are better than denver oh 100 percent. our skill position and our, our skill positions probably yeah. in general are better yeah. uh although you could make an argument judy you could make the argument they're well, i don't know if their depth's better jeff i mean jefferson might be the best one in the whole league but no, but I, they're their receiver too. Whether you say that's Judy or Sutton, either way, is probably better than Thielen at at his age. Not maybe as reliable as Thielen, but I mean they still have you know Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams on the whole is better than Cook and Madison. Although Cook's obviously better than either of them, but they still they have a really good defense. I mean they sure they should at least. But we I have think- their old defensive coordinator. <laughs> Who, for think, some reason, uh, apparently has the Broncos. Fi- I mean, the uh, Packers figured out. I think our, our our linebackers are better. I think our than than we were. No, I I personally think we are better. Yeah, I, but I don't I, think we're that much better than Denver. I still I still think, I still think we should t- we could have got our defensive backs are hurting. And I I if I was the coach, no, I don't have no one to replace. I would play Harrison Smith at linebacker. He is so good against the run, and he can cover the backs and stuff out of the. He ba- that's basically what he does half the time. I sort of, yeah, but. I- if you want, if you go back and watch the game, and now this is going to be different every week, I'm sure. And I'm not. A, I don't know why I say go back and watch the game. You don't need to do that. If you just go back and like look at the highlights, they really didn't. And part of it is because the uh, the defensive line they've assembled is so good. And the only reason I'm not I'm not optimistic about the talent at the cornerback position. To Sam's point, you know. Peterson's kind of old and aging. Dantzler feels like you never know what you're going to get out of him. And then, to be fair, after that, a Caleb Evans booth, they're rookies. But um, the point I'm trying to make here is they don't really have to blitz or try to manufacture pressure. pressure. No, they never did that. Because Hunter, Smith, Tomlinson, Phillips on the inside, and they rotate the other edge rushers in. Kendricks and, and now Hicks, I guess the other linebacker, are both good pass rushers too. Like, they don't. They don't have to do that. So they can drop seven, six, seven guys back into coverage, which will be massive for what isn't, you know, it maybe collectively is a pretty good secondary. But to your point, like Smith can't really guard a, a true receiver one on one as much these days. He's much more center field, track the quarterback or get up in the box and, and play the run. Peterson is good and savvy, but he's old and has lost a step. Dantzler's inconsistent. Um, I think the Bynum guy the other safety is pretty solid we'll see what scene you know does once he's healthy but you know it's not the best secondary but if you can put six guys into coverage every play like and still manufacture some decent pressure then it doesn't really matter if you have like a Jalen Ramsey or whatever and the only thing I was saying to you over the weekend and I stand by this is that I just don't there weren't guys available because there are so few there truly are so few true shutdown corners in the NFL anymore just not whether the offenses are too good, the receivers are too good, the quarterbacks are too good, it's just not there. And so they weren't really out there to be My God. traded for, signed. They just weren't. Not to interrupt, but Sam is doing making moves because he's on the radio show. Yeah, well, I'm playing you in fantasy, so I need to. Oh my God, you're playing you me. Make some moves. That's, are you actually playing me? Yeah, my kicker's out. My defense sucks. I got oh, a quarterback. I, uh, uh, we'll get to this because we got to talk Vikings still. But I had four guys, four of my top five picks get hurt and didn't play the second half. So I really don't want to hear what guys you have hurt because I could have 
sweatshirt. I don't think he was complaining. I think he was just stating the fact that he had to put it's guys in. For the yeah, set. yeah, he well, picked up Cleveland defense, got a question to call. Although I just picked up Pittsburgh's. I dropped Washington in a different league, so I'm with you. Uh, here's my take on Cousins. I do think Cousins, well, obviously, because Zimmer hated. Cousins is clearly better off with this guy in play. The, the, the whole, the, sorry, go ahead. This, well, no, and I, the scary thing still about Cousins, and maybe it's not all his fault, there's two, if we should have buried Green Bay that game, just the way Green Bay was playing. And we just let him in, let it, we just kept him around, kept him around. Cousins has those periods, the three, four, he, can't, he just can't keep his foot on the gas. And then when it gets sort of close, he starts panicking again. He's got to learn that when you have a team that clearly isn't even competing against you, and maybe it was the play calling, I don't know. But it seems like it's been year after year. Uh, that we should have won by 30 points. Yeah, I mean, I think that's easy to say can, because we won by 16, but like we're still playing the Green Bay Packers. It's hard to beat anybody by 30, much less the Packers. Well, but that and was, I get your point. The after like, the fact, you could that watching that game unfold, they could have done better. Yeah. Yeah, but, maybe, but you know, again, it's the Packers are are supposed to. We'll see if it plays out. I don't necessarily. This are supposed to have a very good defense. It's O'Connell's first game as a coach. I'm sure he could have done things a little fine. differently. What'd you say? He was fine. No, he was fine. I, I, there are certainly things that, you know, in general could have been done better or differently, but it's also week one. We talked about it last week. None of these guys have played. So I guess when I, my point being, if it was week, let's call it week eight, nine, it was O'Connell's third year, whatever, and we couldn't stretch that lead beyond, you know, it was up to 20 at one point, although then they got the ball and made it 13 again. But when we couldn't stretch the lead beyond 16, I'd maybe agree with you. I do think, you know, like you said, that that's always been a thing about Cousins in general. I, I just don't, I think it's a little early, and the Packers are not the team to say, well, he still can't do it with this with this guy. Because they're a very good football team. Oh, I didn't say he can't. I mean, I'm... I reason, but I, I, I don't... You're not wrong. It, it wasn't necessarily there. Although, you know, the only put time I think it, it... There was a... there After the fumble, the fact that we only got a field goal there um, was tough to start this... What was it? To start the second quarter? Um when Rodgers got sacked and fumbled around midfield, and then we only got a field goal out of it. That's when Joseph hit the 50-whatever, 56-yarder. That was a drive I would have liked to end in a touchdown. But that's a drive that O'Connell – it's not easy to probably, like, all of a sudden have to start calling plays and figure out where you are on the play sheet. Like, some shared blame. But, yeah, I, I, it's, not a, it's not a totally ridiculous concern. But I think against the Packers, like, it's a hard team to beat at all, much less – by 16. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Um, no, I mean, there's we can't I, we can't really complain about it, like Drew was saying. I mean, no. we absolutely dominated the Packers week one, where no one thought we we're actually more people thought the Vikings were going to win than I would have thought. But uh, everyone's high on the Vikings this year, which I like I said last week, it scares me. But <laughs> with, now people are even higher. They they rose like top 10 in all the power rankings after being like 18 so it's which still scares me that i like Kirk cousins in prime time monday it's gonna be a huge letdown because i guarantee none of our quarterbacks are stopping aj brown we have not won a monday night football game on the road since 2008 yeah i i have zero expectations 2008 I I have no expectations to win next week, and that's okay because I didn't before this season. It's not like I don't. To be honest, winning this game does not change how I feel. About no, I know, week. but I, you're on the road at Philadelphia. It's Monday night. Although Philadelphia did not look, you know, phenomenal, but I don't know. There's a handful of games that we have now that look much more winnable than they did, you know, before the season started. The the uh, the Colts look very suspect. We play them late. We play the I think we play the Cardinals at some point. They look like crap. I mean, they may figure it out, but well, yeah, I think the, we play the Cardinals. It's either the, the week. Is it the week? D hops back maybe. Oh, I don't know, but I, but the, the Packers did the same thing last year. They started out slow, got crushed against yeah. New Orleans, and they're gonna be back and still win the division probably. So 
Yeah, maybe. I feel weird about them this year, but you're right. They did do this last year. Um, now, I, I am not so phenomenal win. It's a game that, you know, probably a lot of people wouldn't have expected us to win. Um, but we were underdogs going into the game until it was announced that Bakhtiari and Jenkins, the other tackle, and Lazard were out. That swung it to just, you know, we're only point favorites at home. So kind of a pick em sort of game. But um, like you said, like Sam said, you have to just be happy. You have to assume it's only going to get better. If nothing else, you can tell that the team genuinely feels better with this group of guys. Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and even to your point, Dad, the only thing I'll add to the whole Kirk Cousins maybe can't put the foot on the throat and end it. It was well, it's not just him. No, I fair enough. Um, but whoever it is, coaching him, Cook, pick your favorite. It was kind of nice to see, you know, two different drives, you know, that the Packers had at the end of the near the end of um, the half. One went for an interception, and then one they just, you know, we they kneeled it out. Like late in the half to not have points scored against you was kind of nice to see. In fact, we did it. Four well, times since what was it? Green Bay got the ball with like four minutes left, punted. We went down and scored. They got the ball then with 30 whatever seconds left. That last year easily could have been a touchdown. That's when we got the interception. So it, it, it was, that was, and, that and, feels different alone. And two, you can definitely see Kirk has a little more control of the offense. The one of the touchdowns, the Jefferson, he, it was his audible. That the that he changed the play, like you can definitely see, he has a little more freedom. Which now we know after more yeah. stories come out that him and Zimmer had a horrible relationship, and Zimmer kind of held him back. Well, yeah. didn't wasn't it? Uh, wasn't that the first game in like two or three years where they haven't scored at the end of a half? A team hasn't scored on the at the end of a half against something us? like since 2019 or something was it? That's ridiculous. I think it was like. There hadn't been a score by the other team in the last four minutes of either half or whatever, something like that. That's so, crazy. Which seems impossible just by luck. Oh, I got like it a, right here. I have a Bill Belichick rant. So it was me, um, the Minnesota me. Vikings gave up zero points in the final two minutes of a half for the first time since 2020. That's uh, scary how bad that is. Now, granted, that's Zimmer because... Well, and Zimmer's a defensive coach, and now we have an offensive coach, so it doesn't really even make sense. No, Zimmer, yeah, time time had passed. But I think it goes, yeah, the only thing I will say about the, yeah, we exalt, we don't need to talk about it. My thing with Monday night is, it doesn't even matter if they lose. And Philly's not awful. Sorry to our Philly course. Oh, I'm going to, oh, you'll be, well, we'll get to that in a second. But just do some. Can we just? Can a Minnesota team just once do something different? We're not gonna. No one thinks. Well, the true Viking fans think we're gonna win every. But they don't ever. I don't know if there's anybody that that out of their mind. They never win in Philly. Period. They don't win on the road on Monday Night Football or really Sunday Night Football for that matter. Cousins has that crazy awful record on primetime. Can we just do something different once? That's all I'm actually asking for. I don't even care if they lose the next game. What's uh, what's the deal with you? I mean, how is our Philly correspondent looking at this game? Um, and what do you weigh? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you won't be there, so norm- you'll be here, actually. That's that's correct. But does the Philly correspondent have any thoughts on the game? Uh, I haven't talked to him at at length about it. We chatted. I don't think before good. the season. Because we debated maybe going with one of our two Philly correspondents, and then because one of them has season tickets or used to, I think he maybe got rid of them now. Actually, I might be okay. spreading lies, but either way, um, but neither of us, and I think the Eagles in a way are sort of similar to the Vikings in the sense that like you had a feeling they were going to be pretty good, but you weren't really sure exactly how good. It was kind of like, is Hertz going to take the next step? Can they really uh, get everything uh, out of AJ Brown? Like. They got a lot of new guys on that defense. I think we oh. need to relax a little. They beat Detroit. No, I, I, I'm not saying they they're great. They gave up a lot I, of points. Not totally my point, but that is sort of proving my point. Is like You assume they were going to be pretty good and probably better than last year. Hurts, another year. A.J. Brown in the offense. They did lose Jalen Rager, which is tough, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but they added a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. 
but it was kind of like, is it going to be enough? Similar to the Vikings. Like, you added Zadarius Smith. You added Harrison Phillips on, on the on the line. You you went out and got Jalen Rager. No, I'm just kidding. But you invested in the offensive line in the draft. Like, you got a new coach. Like, was it going to be enough to bring these teams to that next step? And I think the Eagles won, maybe not in convincing fashion, so the jury's still out. Vikings, obviously, it's it's still out on everybody. This is week one overreaction at its finest. But, like, 16 points over the pay, over the Packers in a game that was never really in doubt is is pretty meaningful. Well, it was uh, for the first six seconds of the game. No, we had already – we were up 7 nothing when that pass was in the air. Oh, oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. And it was a methodical drive to get down the field. But either way. Which we – which we, in fairness, we did with Zimmer, too. Or whatever. Yeah, no, they were always very good at that. Let's put it this way. It was in doubt for – like, however long the ball was in the air, that's how long the game seconds, was in doubt. But yeah, it's five, six yeah. seconds. That was it. Yeah, so I don't – more of my story is the only conversation we had is, like, we were both kind of cautiously optimistic but weren't really sure. And so I, and I get into your point. I don't think this Monday will really tell you anything either. It's still only week two. We know the Vikings and Kirk struggle on the road and on the road on Monday night and, and on the road in Philly. So it's sort of like – you know, what do you, what do you, you don't really learn anything from it other very, than like, the uh, game to win. Very, very, very disappointing start to the Manning brothers. They had just crappy guests. I like Shannon Sharp, but yeah. Saquon Barkley, that's about as fascinating as. Well, even Matthew Berry tweeted, who was former colleagues with the Manning twins, tweeted, How about the Manning cast with no guests? So, yeah. That's. That was, they were bad guests of all the people you could get uh, and had last year. That not a not a good start, but that's okay. Can I? Uh, did you actually? Did you know that? I don't, I'm reading a tweet here. I actually don't don't know if it's true, but wait, can I just say like now when not, I hear the sirens, that could be either one of your places because you're both in not that's true cities. Yeah, that is true. Go ahead. Uh, did you know that Kirk has a winning record on Thursday night football and a 500 record on Sunday night football? Do we think that's true? I think he's got a winning record against Philadelphia too, like six and four. That's what, I mean, that's what Twitter's telling me. I mean, his Monday night record is like historically bad. So ignore that. I'm just like, I don't know. I didn't know he had winning. I didn't, I didn't realize Monday was so bad that it outdid actually some decent mediocrity on, on the rest of the game. I think we should talk more about what happened in the NFL, but I want to get this out of the way. And I will debate anyone in the world. If I want Bill Belichick is six and three versus Philly. What? Six and three versus Philly. Kirk. Okay. Four and one since 2015. Yeah. A lot of that was with uh, the Redskins. Well, oh, no, they were the Redskins. I can say that. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick, the single most overrated coach in the history of sports. And I'm going to explain myself. And I don't care what anyone tells me he was absolute garbage wherever he went as a head coach before brady got there now let me take it a step further he wasn't even smart enough to play brady drew bledsoe got hurt he was desperate and he put brady in well brady was a seventh round pick you got a lot of other people you need to throw into that whatever 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 brady even doesn't matter. He didn't play. Once he got in there, the rest is history. The second he leaves, New England is god awful. Can I tell you a fun fa- fact that two of the best quarterbacks in the last 20 years only played cuz Drew Bledsoe got hurt? Do you know who the other one is? I you cut out on my I didn't even hear what you said. I'm oh, you, you you can't hear me? I could. I you know, I my okay, my Okay, here's a trivia. Don't look it up either. So here's the trivia question. Two of the best quarterbacks in the last 20 years only played because Drew Bledsoe got hurt. One of them is obviously Tom Brady. Do you know who the other one is? Uh, I mean, I think, um, although I'm not sure. I would, well, how how much do you, how do you describe best? Where is he on the quarterback? Well, I, I think t- very good. I mean, okay. no, no I think better. I have, I think I have my guess. Who? Tony Romo. Yep. I don't, who else did he even play for? I'm not trying to be funny. Who else did Drew Bledsoe play for besides the Patriots and the Cowboys? Probably the only two teams, but 
Romo only played because he got hurt. Yeah. No, I know. Kind of interesting, right, Sam? Good one, huh? Made that. Oh uh, yeah, he he also played for the Bills. Ah uh, yes, the Bills. Oh yeah, that's true. I honestly was just like, okay, what other team did Drew Bledsoe play for? Oh, he played for the Cowboys. Who's I mean, I wasn't Cowboys to... quarterback of the yeah, mid. I wasn't trying I to. I wasn't trying to trick you, actually. No, I knew you weren't. I just, I didn't know if I was missing somebody, and I didn't want you to be like two of the but best quarterbacks. And then I said but, Tony Romo, and be like Tony Romo sucks. But what he's Bill on. Belichick is awful. Tom Brady was everything, and now, what? I mean, I don't know if New England's going to win a game. They have a fat defensive guy. We played them on, on Thanksgiving. Do we oh, think those tickets are going to be cheap by the time it rolls around because they yeah. suck so much? Oh yeah, we're all in town. Well, we don't even know if Sam can come home for Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I should be able to get to go. Uh, gonna. Die. I think New England so. might ha- might not have a win by then. I, I, you got a big fat defensive guy calling plays. That was embarrassing. But you know what the you know what the Patriots coaching staff reminds me of. Um, like as a concept, not like the individual people. Um, it reminds me of like Adam Sandler. And his group of friends. Now stick with me. Adam Sandler and his group of friends just continue to kind of make. Well, now nah, they haven't done it in a while, but for a few years oh, they're just Spade. like Spade. Yeah, okay. Yep, yeah, Spade, Chris Rock, um, not Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I, I was, I was, yeah, whatever. Uh, Chris Rock, Kevin David James, Spade, Kevin James, Rob Schneider. They uh they just for a few years they just kind of made the same movie over and over. Grown ups, the three of them or whatever, plus Tommy plus Boy. some others that in various realm of of stardom and popularity. Really and uh, I'm convinced, and I don't I don't discredit them for it at all, that they just did it because like it was cool and fun, and they got to hang out with their friends and their families while they shot a movie. That's how I feel about the Patriots coaching yeah. staff. Uh, it's considering they like what it was and now is and then who they brought back and what they brought them back to do like to your point i don't know if they're gonna win a game yeah i have they very well may not but to your point like patricia has no business being on the offensive side of the ball they went and brought joe judge back who was a disaster in 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 new york like i think their wide receiver coaches i heard like troy brown the guy that used to play receiver for them Belichick's got two sons on the staff. Like, I, I think they have Gerard Mayo's. Or like, I was, they were going through it during their game, and I was like, this is all guys that have been there, or played there. Like, there's no, and listen, coming from the Vikings, who for the last three years sucked, and part of it was because of the nepotism on the coaching staff. Like, this is what you get, and I don't think Belichick cares. He won his championships. He's cash. Oh, I know he doesn't like, care. He's just having fun. He reminds me of Adam Sandler dragging his less funny friends along to make um, these movies, make a lot of money, and have fun doing it. I have a question for Sam. Yeah. Sam, at what point is the NFL going to realize that your guy, Baker Mayfield, just sucks? He's just not a winner. I mean, um, have, how many different ways? That Cleveland team was awful. They had yeah. no quarterback and just came in and stopped. I, I bet on Carolina to win. So I, I've not realized he, he's just bad. It's yeah. my, his, his time is his time is now. He's a loser. His time's it's his time is now to join Johnny in the uh the XFL or whatever. He's just not a winner. And I guess they just I mean he is not a winner. Cleveland took a washed up quarterback who's been on all every team other than the Vikings and beat him. Walked into their place, and the know. quarterback Brissett didn't even do anything. It was all the no. defense. No, the defense literally got him at least seven points and got him great field position. Like Brissett didn't even have to do anything. Well, Mayfield sucks. Can, can I ask a follow-up question to the Panthers? Yeah. And maybe this is actually helps your argument about how much Baker sucks because maybe the answer to what I'm about to ask is they they just said we're not going to let him beat us. We're going to make Baker beat us. But how does Christian McCaffrey only have 14 touches in a game? Well, I have a follow-up question to that. How does Alvin Kamara not touch the ball on the goal line, and why is Melvin Ingram in the wildcat for them to win the yeah, game? The, the, the Melvin Ingram thing was weird, but uh, I the other answer to your question is Taysom Hill. I don't. I don't, I don't oh think my god! Well, yeah, or t- Taysom Hill or Kamara in the wildcat above Ingram. 
Yeah, the Ingram thing was funky, but help me understand. Okay, well, let me get to Taysom Hill. I don't know. I and it's not even that the other team says we're just going to stop him. They didn't even try to give him the ball more. I have no idea because while he's not hurt, which could be for the next ten minutes, you better give him the ball every time you can. You're talking. You're now you're back to McCaffrey. Right? McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand it, but how is Taysom Hill a, a tight end in fantasy football? I, I snapped him up as fast as I could. I, I don't I don't think he is anymore. He is under he, in, he is in, in every one league. league. Oh really? I thought they changed about, that. No. The only thing I'll say about Taysom Hill, like he has to well, I get this week he took one fifty seven yards, but like he has to score. Or you will get like two and a oh, half. I, points. No, I understand. And the floor is less. And I think the ceiling is limited, but whatever. he shouldn't even like that shouldn't work. Every it, it it's it's not a big secret what he's gonna do when he's in, and if he gets the ball, how did they not stop him? No, oh, I have no idea. I, I don't. It's a, it just shouldn't even work. No, no, it should uh, not. But there's a. T- I mean, there's a. Uh, they have. They don't have a quarterback. He's awful. I mean, look how bad the NFL really is if you think about it. Buffalo looks like, and then maybe one, one A and one B, uh, Kansas City. Are there any team? The NFC looks awful. I mean, it really does. Uh, honestly, this is a year the Vikings could win the yeah, NFC. No, it's so I, bad. I, I, I just, I mean, they have as much talent as anyone in the M- NFC. I guess Tampa's going to probably, because they have the best quarterback, probably, unless they, a bunch of guys get hurt. But Which they are. Uh, which they are. I, Brady kind of confuses me. He's already whining. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I did you really hear his post game interview? Yeah, I, I was. I don't get it. Well, did you hear what he said? Which I mean, heard a lot. They, I can't remember what he, the question was. Something around his personal life, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, there's just there's not many places I can go to just be one of the guys. This is the place I can go to just be one of the guys." And I was like, oh "I was like, seriously, Tom, you're gonna he air the dirty laundry out, like, too. what?" He said something about that the players need to commit. He left for 12 days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's still Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. But he didn't look the sharpest. He looked good, but not as he good as he did. He bad. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he fired the ball. I, I, have, I have one final question, and then we're actually only have a handful of minutes to get to fantasy quickly. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, no, did we talk about the Rams? I'm forgetting when we did the show oh. last week. Oh, no, I don't did, think. Oh, we did do the, yeah, didn't we, we do it on Friday? Friday? Okay, yeah, so maybe we did. So ignore me. We don't have to talk about them. But they're another team. I mean, Stafford's clearly yeah. hurt, and the offensive line is just hot garbage. So, um, anywho, uh, we got about five minutes for fantasy. You were talking about well, bad man. You were talking about bad coaches, overrated coaches, earlier, and Bill Belichick. So I want to hear from you. Um, that. <sighs> Fantasy. Well, I think uh, I caution all these Saquon Barkley people that think he's he's back. Something well, that that's getting... the thing. That coach did exactly what you said. If you have a good running back that's healthy yes. and he may not be healthy, give him the ball. So the Giants did that and they won the game. The right. Panthers 100%. couldn't do that. One hundred percent. I mean, is Carson Wentz going to throw five touchdowns every week? If he does, I hope he throws more of them to Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I need True. Terry McScorn to get uh, to get scoring. He was he I was just, okay. I picked up Dodson this week. He was one of my top waiver picks. Yeah, I I don't know how sustainable that is. I mean, listen, they play the Lions this week, so it's probably pretty oh, sustainable. I, he's just a body. I mean, talking. Let's talk about the Lions. What's going on there? Uh, all they do is cover. Last year and this they, year, all they do is cover. Well, I was going to say. Uh, Apparently Jamal Williams is the second coming of Jerome Bettis now with all these goal line carries. What's going on? I have I have Swift on every team. I have him in two out of three. I, I have Jamal him. Williams, and without I Swift, don't, I don't. And Swift is so much better. But help me understand something. Like I thought I I thought I literally was hallucinating. We have two uh, uh, Austin St. Brown dudes. Or we, we got two. No, they're Aquaminius and yeah. Amon Ra. They're brothers. Monra, I know they're brothers. I didn't know there was two of them. In the same division and scored within minutes of each other. Yeah, yeah e- ESQ. 
used to be on the Packers. Oh, he did? Yeah. That's good that they're reunited. I mean, what I like, yeah, I don't. What do you I mean, mean reunited? They're still on the same team. I meant, no, they they just were reunited. What are you talking about? They weren't on the same team. You said one was on the Packers. And now one's on the Bears. Yeah. The one from the they're Packers both... now plays for the Bears. I thought they're both. No, Detroit has two of them. No. no. Oh. Yes, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. But Aquamenius scored on the, the Bears, and Amonra scored for the Lions within minutes of each other. The Lions have two of them, I think. No. Are you sure? N- yes. There's Amonra, St. Brown. That's what? one person. Are you sure? And that guy plays for Detroit. Why did I th- Equiminius. The Lions wide receivers are Amon Ra, Caliph Raymond, DJ Shark, and Quintez Cephas. Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams. They weren't on the same team? No. Uh, you no. Know. Equiminius, Tristan, Imhotep J. St. Brown oh, is an American right. football okay. wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. I thought they were both on the same team. Never mind them. That is directly off of. Oh, I'm looking at the box score. Uh, they do have a young. He, they do have another younger brother named Swift Osiris. Swift threw a 15-yard pass. I missed that. Oh no! He, and then he was. Amon Ra. One, one for one. Julian Heru J. St. Brown. Yeah, no, you're right. I totally got that wrong. Did, do you know that their father was Mr. Universe? Yeah, that I did know. Uh, okay. I didn't know. I, by the way, Tua is horrible. Oh yeah, he's he's trash. He's trash. I I don't even I think, think we play the I think we play the 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 Dolphins this year too. I am telling you, for whatever reason, I looked at the Viking schedule like three weeks ago. I was like, ooh, it's kind of tough. I looked at it yesterday, no. and I'm like, I don't think it's ever been easier. Got a couple tough think, ones. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, mean, I don't think the Saints are any good. The no, Bears. They don't have a stink. quarterback. The Dolphins stink. The Cardinals stink. I'll the Commanders stink. We got to go to Buffalo. We'll lose by 30. Cowboys with no Dak stink. Although Cooper Rush beat us last year. A different different coordinator. Patriots stink. Jets stink. Colts. Who did the, what, they, end, they end up tying Houston? Yeah, they tied. Giants stink. Like, the only out-of-conference game now that we have that is difficult are the, is the Eagles coming Monday. And then we gotta, and then we gotta go to Buffalo, which just chalk up the L now. But oh, I mean, we will lose more games than that, obviously. But we'll probably get like six guys hurt. No, I, I think the N, I, I think the NFL is just not that great, except for they stink. Schedule stinks. So, anyways, uh, I went three and zero in fantasy because I'm just like that. But yeah, I went. One. I went two and one, and the one league I lost, I scored more points than the two leagues I won. Well, no I did kind of sweat out one of them because I had Cortland Sutton. He only needed like eight points, but I really, I really sweated that one out. The one guy I came into the season really wanting this year was Najee Harris. That went well. First oh, game good. doesn't play the second half. In the league I lost, it's three wide receivers. Every single wide receiver scored a touchdown on my team. And I still lost by like twenty. I was like, "How is this possible?" I got the opposite for you. I have in a league I won, not a single skill position player of mine did score a touchdown, and I still won. Swift, well, Elijah Mitchell, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Irv Smith Jr. None of them scored a touchdown. Irv didn't even have a catch. I still no, won. He was in the league yeah. partially, partially because DeAndre Swift had. Or no, DeAndre Swift scored. I'm lying. Sorry. Excuse he me. did score. He had, yeah, he had a good Dad game. and I have a grudge match this week, and DeAndre Swift might be out. So Actually, I so did Devontae Adams. I'm reading you, though. I'm wait, completely... wait. Time out. Swift is out, too? He didn't practice today. Oh, my God. Okay. Let I'm me... reading you the wrong roster. McCaffrey, Fournette, Cooks, Cortland Sutton. What the heck happened shot, uh, Allen Robinson. I read you the total wrong roster. Ankle. That's embarrassing. Okay, let me explain. Uh, the league that I'm in with Sam, and you, you won't be shot. He'll play. They guys miss the Wednesday practice all the time, well, especially earlier in the season. 50 points I lost because at halftime I didn't have Higgins. I didn't have uh, Najee Harris, Chris Godwin, and Eli Mitchell. That's pretty tough. Yeah, now that's I'm, like a big team. You'll have good I waiver wire priority, then. 
Yeah, you'd think so. The one guy that I wanted, uh, I was third, so of course I didn't get Wilson. Um, the uh, I, I I'm debating starting Miles Sanders against. That's all. I actually have a good team. They're just all hurt. Yeah, I'm debating if I want to start uh, Jalen Waddle or uh, Rolt the Hot End James Robinson. Yeah, well, right now... But I, I think I have to go Waddle. I don't know what the heck... Right now I'm starting Henderson against... Uh, if if Harris isn't hurt, I'll play him. If Goodwin isn't hurt, but he's hurt. Uh, yeah, Godwin's, Godwin's out for a bit. I got, yeah. I got some Phillips dude from Tennessee. Uh, I got to start... Uh, MVS, you know him. I might. I, do. I don't even know if I have Higgins. I'm done. I. You'll be fine. Because Swift Hill. or Harris will play, or both. Tariq Hill, he sucks. Najee Harris. I should. Pick, I should pick up. I can't pick up anyone. I should pick up. A, yeah. I already used my two ads on my kicker and my defense. I'm struggling. You can only have two guys. Weak in this one league. That seems ridiculous. I know. So can I? Uh, so I don't know. In I won't take too long. In the the league that I've been in for forty some years, um, in order to pick up guys, it's actually an auction. I don't know if any of you guys do this. I don't, but I'm aware of the concept. So, the, yeah. So there's no waiver wire. So you get a thousand dollars to start the year. So you have to bid on, on players, and then of course you don't know, and then the next day you have to bid on them again. So notoriously, the first week, uh, people bid completely nuts. So I bid $300 on Taysom Hill as a tight end because I still think he's better than the happy tight ends that were out there. I bid um, $100 on two other guys. Uh, a lot of me doing that. So right now, so now, so if, obviously if I get them, I'm only going to have $500 left for the rest of the year. Now you can bid zero on them. I bid, oh, Rex Burkhead, I bid $100 on, and uh, Yahan Dotson. But I was hurting that receiver because that guy, guy is hurt. Uh, no one else tried to, no one else picked anyone up. I was the only one. I could have bet zero. <laughs> I spent $500 for no reason. Out of how Not real money. Well, no, it wasn't real money. But uh, What's your budget? 1000 for the. Now, you spent half your budget in week one? Which I've that never seems... done before, but I can like, like if I needed a player and just like to fill in, I could I could bet bid zero on it, and if no one bid on them, sure, sure. Which, so I never run out of money. Fair enough. It was not a good start to that. I won. That was the only league I won in, and uh, but yes, if I get into a bunch of injuries right now, but I will say. I, I had the ninth best roster going into it, and after my pickups, I go, I, I jumped to two. Oh, that's great management. Very good. I got and I got rewarded for that. Well, if you got any last minute advice, get it out now because we are just just about out of time. I I don't know. I got Dennis Smith that I might play against Sam or somebody. Isn't that a basketball player? Dennis Smith Jr. is a basketball player. North Carolina, I think, right? State. Oh, North Carolina. Um, I don't have any advice. I I don't like fantasy anymore. But I'll be with you watching it all day Sunday. I know. Red Zone. And Sunday night, and then Monday night, the two games, I guess. Now. Yeah. Is there a yeah. guy more universally loved uh, by males in the United States than Scott Anson? You know he's from Minnesota. I did not know that, but he's he's a great guy. That makes me love him even more. I know it's so well, God. I he I he did do a little premature octo box, but I, I it was nice. The first octo octo box, yeah. He I, I I felt like he had a tear in his. He's mouth. uh he's from Q's, or he went to Q's, I should say. He did. Pretty sure. Pretty sure he went to Newhouse. Thought I read that once. Newhouse. That's their communication school. Oh, oh for dead. Back to your, uh, you jumped the rankings that I, I won, I'm 1-0, and oh, and I dropped three rankings, to go from five to eight, and I'm 1-0. Oh. 
How is that possible? I, I don't understand. Both, uh, actually, the only reason I know that is because both Red Zone hosts are Newhouse graduates. Oh, the other guy is too? Yeah, Siciliano. There's a lot of... Uh, Ooh, I have breaking news for you as we wrap up the show. All right. Tomorrow, That's your Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep. New statement edition jerseys. Oh, I knew I had to say something quickly. Did you see the Vikings alternative jerseys that they're wearing in London? I have seen that. Yeah, the gray ones. Yeah, so I'm assuming they have gray pants. I would guess so. They can't have white pants. I mean, aren't they? Maybe a purple pants. Aren't they kind of boring? I thought they were pretty boring. They're bland. Yeah. So the Timberwolves new uniforms? They're replacing those neon green ones. Oh, they are. Okay. With what we'll find out tomorrow with what? Well, did you see Cat said he's like the greatest offensive basketball player of all time, and Gobert's the greatest defensive basketball player of all time? Yeah, well, the probably the actual best player on the team uh, uh, got himself in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, that was not good. Not a good look. He'll be suspended for 50. Nah. I I actually read what I, I don't I, – I think he could – I mean, he sort of used a word that they use themselves. He will not. Be, he will not be suspended. I don't. Not, you know what's. You know what's wild. I haven't seen anything about it. It happened. I. It's over. Like, for better or for worse. The only reason I saw it was because he tweeted an apology. Which yeah, I that he very clearly he did not write. But. He was just explaining. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even sure the intent was wrong. Like, I don't think he was. I don't know. Maybe he was. Uh, the intent was definitely wrong, but it was. Oh, uh, yeah, I was, I'm with Sam on this one. But it's. Oh, it was. I. It's come and it's gone. Well, when you're laughing, he was laughing at him in the video, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was definitely wrong, but it's, like, so low on the scale of, like, things athletes do, which is sad but true. I read something different, so I. I Well, yeah, guys guys don't get suspended for a lot worse things with beating up wives, whatever. This is true. Well, all right, we got to go. It's a sad, sad way to do things. If you guys want to get our money together, we could probably buy the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. They're definitely for sale. I'm still mad I didn't uh, put in a didn't put in a bid to buy the women's soccer team. So I'm. I'm you did, I'm yeah, you're not you're not a, a shareholder. I, I I didn't see it till too late. I actually would have. There was a there was a funny tw- and then we got to go. I know, but they they showed a bunch of Packer fans leaving the game, and they said it's never good when the owners leave early. Yeah, I did see that actually. That was that was fun. That was really fun. All right. Well, uh, I guess the only thing left to say is say is if you're listening to us on WFNU ninety four point one LP Frogtown Community Radio, stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor's Corner. Right. <laughs>